Peace. Welcome to Charles Inabe's podcast. Every week, you will encounter the supernatural grace of God through his servant, Apostle Charles Inaba, and mind-blowing testimonies to boost your faith in God. God bless you for staying with us. Let's delve into today's message. Amen. God bless you. I want to share with you a short message which can transform and will transform your life. All right, so Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15. Uh-huh. And he said to them, Please pay attention. Don't just come to church. And it, you know, it, it breaks my heart when you preach a lot, yet you don't see a lot of change. Isn't it not sad? That you preach, 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 preach to the same people hear much, but we don't see much fruit from them. You must make up your mind that whatever you hear, you will put it into practice. And the greatest mistake you can ever do to yourself is to come to church and put your mind outside church. Because your whole body is not needed. It's your mind. And that is where transformation takes place. What do you think? Now, Mark 16, 15. He said to them, Go into all the world uh-huh. and preach the gospel to all Now creation. you see, go you, all there and do what? Preach the gospel uh-huh. to all creation. To all what? Creation. Uh-huh. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Wow. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. Now one of the things I want you to understand that in as much as God wants us to go out there, God wants you and I to go out there to preach. That is, that is the heartbeat of God. He wants everybody here to be a preacher. He wants everybody here to serve him. He wants everybody here to do something for him. It is never the desire of God for any man he has created to do their, their own things. Like God did not just create you for you to have fun. No. You didn't, you didn't buy the iPhone for the iPhone to be like, for instance, you need, you need an iPhone to make a coin. The iPhone says, I'm going to town. Hello? You buy your own iPhone. And then you stretch your hands towards your bed. You say, let me pick my phone and make a quick call. And the phone says, he has run to the bathhouse and he has locked the door. I don't want to talk to you. And I don't want you to touch me. Today, I'm tired of making calls. I've been making calls since you called me. This time around, I don't want you to touch me again. If you touch me, I will shock you. A fool, you, 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 a lady, lady big to Susu, or got iPhone. So a wise testimony is what I'm giving you. A first time of buying an iPhone, or to Susu, a whole week when did it? Then a whole week, you, you save us so much money, you buy infinite, like Brafati's phone. Then the moment she wants the phone to make a call, the phone jumps out of the bed. My brother, Then, And now, you And do know the sad thing? You saved up your own money to buy the phone. And you saved up your own money to take transportation from here to Adun. And even buying the phone from the cage, it was not easy. 
you would have to talk to the one sent for me, Pastor Tesson. And you are bargaining. Then after bargaining, you bring back what you bargained from down to your home. Only for the thing to tell you, I am tired today, let me rest. Use me next week. Hello? What would you do to the phone? What would you do to the phone? Eh? Obeseno. Now, in Revelation, I love the way you said Obeseno. That means if you were God, you would destroy people. I didn't say anything. God took so much time to create you for a purpose. In Genesis 2, God was there and said, let us make man. So God the Father went to a doom. Central market. To get the ingredients. God the Father was in the kitchen. And the Holy Spirit was the architect. Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And let us make man and put him in the garden. And let him take care of it. So that means that man did not have you. You see, man did not owe himself. God decided to make man for, for something. So he didn't just make you to have sex. Listen, oh, the same way you didn't save up your money to buy a phone only for the phone to tell you today I can't make calls. And the, 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 like for instance, your mother is dying. And then you pick up the phone and the phone says, if you pick me today, I will shock you. You dare not touch me. And the phone is talking to you. A phone you've saved 1,500 Ghana to call. To, to use to call, to tap. And then and then, phone in you. Your mom is gasping for air. You want to make a call for, I mean, I mean a hospital, I mean, an ambulance to come and pick your mom. And the one you save your money to buy, you know, or no, no, catch yourself. If you pick me, I'll shock you. And the phone said, come out that you'll be out. Oh, you better pass on me. Let us make man. In our image and in our likeness. And let us put money here. And let man take up the garden. Then God makes man. Like God saves us so much money. Goes to town and buys man from town. Come and do this. Only for man to say, I won't do it. Only for man to say, I can't do this. I can't. Who are you? Who are you to tell me to come to church and be an usher? Who are you, God? Are you stupid? Are you mad? Do you know me? You are God and so what? I don't have time for anything called church, church, church. What is church? Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let man do this. After God making you and I, we have made a decision not to do what he made us. So many young guys today are deciding what they will use their body for. They don't care about God. Who are you? Anytime you make up your mind, I will use my body to serve God. You are telling God, you are stupid. You are mad. You are foolish. You are just sitting somewhere. You are giving instruction. For me to walk from my hostel to come to Paragon to come and pray. For what? Who are you? You dare not tell me to come and pray. Or you dare not tell me to even join a choir. That, that's the least thing I want to hear from somebody called God. Oh, but just one of the last time I said that by your attitude. 
Do you know that a lady can, like for instance, if a guy you're calling a lady and then the lady doesn't mind, but the way she look at you, pop and down, alone is an insult. She doesn't need to utter anything to let you know, medu them. The eye. Many of us are insulting God without knowing you have insulted God. Let us make Verapati, Junior, Edmond, Prince, let us make Anthony in our image and in our likeness. Let us give him a leg so that he can walk when I tell him to go and do something. Only for Anthony to tell him, I am too tired, I'm busy with my schedules. If I find time, I will, I will come. If I find. God created man for his own pleasure. He was just bored and said, oh, let me make a, a Verapati and let me see what I can do with her. Just for her to please me. Only for God to hear from her mouth. I am too tired to pray to God today. I am too tired. I have busy appointments. I have a class. I have a library to go to. I have this. I have that. I have that. Like this girl said, and God will just do this. And your breath will be taken away. To let you know you are empty. For nothing. You are just like a tea roll used to clean somebody's hands. Yeah, you are nothing. Tea rolls are so white. Right? But after it's used, is it white? So you are not clean as you think. Yeah, you are not clean as you think. You are not that beautiful as you think. You are not that special as you think. If you want to know your end, look at how people are buried. When my own father was, was alive, he was fair. When he died, he became black. He was, he was a fair colored man. I remember when my brother, the lawyer, who went to see, like when we had to go and see the body to identify, is this your dad? He came out crying. He could, said, could not control his tears. And he asked me a question, Charles, is this our father? And I thank God and I didn't go to see him when he was in the mortuary. He said he was blocked, all over his body blocked. The man who was fair has not changed color. You are nothing. You too, you are nothing. You, listen, a God somewhere created you for a purpose. If you don't align yourself to that purpose and choose to do what you think you want to do, there is an end judgment for you. And as I'm talking, there is a time bound on everybody's forehead. Like for instance, how many wrote exams today? What time did we start at exam? 4 p.m. What time did we end? So there is a starting time. The starting time is the moment you were born. In air, there is a there is a closing time where your your body can't move, your leg can't move, your hand can't move. That is the closing time for examination. All of us were born into an examination hall. The moment you were born, God sent you into an examination hall, and there is a time, and there is an invigilator. The angels of God are invigilators. And one of the major invigilators, some of you don't know, is the angel of death. Yeah, he's an invigilator. He's invigilating you. God asked, Job, where have you been? I've been to, God asked, where have you been what? I've been to what? What was he doing? He was invigilating lives. Many, listen, many of us here, how you would die, you don't know. Do you know how you would die? Have you ever thought of, whether you, are going to, whether you are going to die in an accident, whether you are going to die through sickness, whether you are going to die through food poison, have you ever thought of it? Yes, you, you, you want to pride yourself in beauty. It is good. Beyond your beauty and your wisdom and your academic up, yes, you are smart, you are a footballer, you are, you are a scientist, whatever you are. 
Don't worry, don't worry. I never thought of when you, you are going to die. What? The only thing we think about is what can I become? What can I become in the future? The question is, would the future even meet you? Would you even meet the future you are talking about? Yeah, the marriage you are talking about. And, and somebody got married at the age of 27. Died six months after. And pride is telling you, you are too big to serve God. You are too, you are too busy. I don't have time for this church church things. I'm telling God, you are too, you are too foolish to create me to come and tell Who are you to even create me? Yes, you have created me, so what? So many people today are wondering about insulting God with their attitude. He started the exam at what time? Close, close at what time? Can you go back and make a change in what you've already There is a time for everybody here to write your exams. When you finish, no amount of prayer can change it. So sometimes you talk to people, they pride themselves, I'm busy, I'm this, I'm that. And I look at them with an eye of the fact that, do you know what tomorrow holds? Do you know what tomorrow holds? One day, a, a, a basketball player decided to travel with their daughter. They decided to travel and go watch uh, basketball. What is his name? Kobe Bryant. They decided with their private helicopter, thinking that that is the most safest place to be. And that's the most, that's a shortcut to their destination. They were in the air, in the air, in the air, flying as a rich man, as a celebrity. Rich man, celebrity. He has his own helicopter with a daughter, with a pilot, and with some few people. Suddenly, the pilot said, you feel money couldn't help him. Money couldn't help him there. The most heartbreaking thing was when the daughter was with him. I'm asking myself, what would the daughter say to the father? Daddy, are we going to die? And the plane was coming down. And the pilot they entrusted their life into was also losing his own life. And they were coming. And do you know when the plane fails in the air, it doesn't come at a slow speed. Pause. Everybody in the plane crashed and died. His money couldn't save. His celebrity could not save. The pilot whom he had employed to pay. Maybe for you do know celebrities who always pay skillful pilots. They are intelligent ones, smart ones. Pay them a lot of money. Moment. The only person I believe you could call on for God. I want to say, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Do you know why God intentionally created an anus in you? Do you know why? To let you know how beautiful you are, there is still a part of you. No matter the special food you eat, the end product is something you don't want to see. Let them take you to Kimpiski. Let them buy five billion food. The end product, after it goes through your stomach, when it comes to your anus, you wouldn't even want to see it. You know the sad thing? Our, we use our hands to eat meat, but we don't want our hands to touch our feces. into feces. So that means we eat feces that we don't know. So you as a fresh human being sitting there like that, fresh, you eat feces. And you are priding yourself to a God whose road is gold. And he's only telling you 
I've given you every opportunity in this world. I've given you all the time in this world. I only need a portion of your time to do something for me. And both of you have got, have, have got the guts to say many, many things to him. As I look at some of your faces, so beautiful, so nice, but I can see your clock ticking. Ticking, like it's ticking so fast. The day began. And look at how dark it is now. And tomorrow, there's going to be a light. And it's going to be off again. And it's going to be a light. And it's going to be off again. It's like, pa, 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 pa. And we are not seeing that time is catching up. Time, it's like, you don't see it. Time is catching up. You don't see it. That time is catching up. You don't see it. And Satan is deceiving you. There's no need to serve God. There's no need to be a part of a, a, a There's no need to give. There's no need to sacrifice. There's no need to, it's like, he's fooling us into thinking that we have all the time in this world. Give him a microphone. I believe God wants to talk to somebody. Humble yourself. Whenever I'm talking to the leaders, I tell them, my, my time is short. I tell them all the time, my time is short. You see, the greatest revelation God can ever give you, eh, it's not even when he's coming. It's the greatest revelation God can ever give you is a revelation of the fact that you are alive. Okay, the revelation of the fact that you will be accountable. Now, do you know that if you are conscious about the fact that if you throw, you come and write exams, you are very careful of what you write in exams. If you are conscious about the fact that whatever you do every day, you will you be judged for it. You are very conscious of how you live your life every day. You're very careful. You don't go and mess up. You don't go and sleep around. You were, you, you were admitted last two weeks. The last three weeks. Can you talk to him and I can answer Last two weeks. Last two weeks. And there was a woman, when you were taken there, there was a woman, uh-huh, there was a woman beside you. Where is she now? Huh? She's dead. You were on the same sick bed. And she was also on a sick bed. Did you go and meet when she came to meet you? You met her there. You met her there, but she left before you. So do you know what the angels will say to them? What is mine? I said, what is man? That thou art mindful. Do you know why? Because when they see man, they see men as leaves. Like, you are green today, and the season can be a dry leaf. And they're like, God, why are you so cautious about that? Why are you so cautious about that? And like, who doesn't even know her end? She doesn't even know where she will die. She doesn't even know how she will die. Whether somebody, an arm robber will just meet and shoot her to death. Whether somebody will just put some poison in water and she will drink. How do we even know that the people will order food from, or where we order food from? Some of them are not even HIV positive or negative. Yes, we trust them, and we order food from them. Without knowing what they do with the food. Without even knowing the product they cook with. The other men cook. Whether they use emoli or not. All we know is the end product. And she was here. For so many years. We have been preaching. Serve God. Live for God. And you want to. You see. It's like God has made time to create you. Just, he just wants to have fun with you. You were not created to give anything. Can, can you give anything to God? Imagine somebody telling you for our sponsor you. He came level 100. Level 100. And sometimes I have been, my heart, like, I, I, I have God. It's like, sometimes when I'm there, my heart, my name to be shimmy at one. And the pastor was like, you see, all as much as I preach, and this place is filled, and all that stuff is nice. And I mean, for all you know, it's just a glimpse of what God really wanted me to do. It's just a glimpse. When a farmer sows a seed, there is a season he comes to look for harvest. 
Am I talking to somebody? When a farmer sows what? There is a moment of sowing and there is a moment of reaping. There is a moment God allows your father to meet your mother and through them, he plants you as a seed. And there is a moment you will grow and there is a moment he will expect you to bear fruit. He would expect you. Job is finished. You can't live your life anyhow. You don't own yourself. Went to the hospital. He was rushed there by his, his good friend here. Yeah, rushed there. A strong man used to play game together. He, many more diseases. The sickness within how many days? Four days. And look at how he has lost, suddenly lost weight. Sickness can humble you. Listen, when God wants to humble a man, eh, there, there is one little thing. He just left one simple thing to come upon you, and that is that you become humble. You become humble. You pride yourself. Come for me, I won't come. It's like you, you want to feel like you are bossy. You are somebody. So we have to beg you. We have to keep begging you. No. There's a time coming. The Bible says when we mention this thing, every day we do what? And every time we confess. It is either you start singing now or later you start confessing. What your confession will not save you. This is the moment your life must please God. Job 15. 15. Uh-huh. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Uh-huh. He cuts off every branch in me that bears he no fruit. He cuts off any branch in me that does not do what? Bears no fruit. So many of you, for all you know, eh, you are walking, but your life has been cut off from God. That's why every sickness can attack you. Any branch in me, anyone who claims to know me and does not bear fruit, I got, I cut the person off. Know it. Just say, I belong to the whole picture. That's not guaranteed anything. It's, it's even one of the things. Any branch in me, that means anyone who claims to be in me and is struggling to serve me, such person, I don't know. Now look into your life now, as I'm talking. Look into your life now. You are 30-something years. You are 20-something years. Now, if God is to take your breath out of you, what accountability will you give to God? And you say, Lord, for the past 20 something years of my life, when you gave me permission to come on earth, I understood by revelation that I, you didn't just make me to come and enjoy myself. You made me and you put me in the garden for me to take up the garden. And this is the end product of what you gave me to do. He gave man, he created Adam and Eve. Now, you do know the funny thing. He created everything, gave it to Adam and Eve. But that was not the main reason why he, did, he created everything. Put man there. Take care of it. So at a season, God will come and inspect whether they are working. One day he came and they are stopped working. He said, where are you? Where are you? I put you here. I put you in the prayer family. You are supposed to be a PA. You are supposed to be a teacher. You are supposed to be a sound. Where are you? You are too big to serve God. You are too big to be an usher. You are too big to stand and carry an offering bowl. One day, a much man will move your body like, a, like You will just move your body like nothing. No, when we talk to you, you are, you are saying, who is Pastor Charles? Why is she shouting at me? One day, it may not be me shouting at you. One day, it will be a Motuma shouting. Yes, body number 24. Your name is Ophelia. Your name is Akosha. But that day, Akosha will not be your name. They'll call you body number 24. And they'll throw your body. They throw people on the floor. When my father died, it was not in his name. That was on the chest. Do you know what I'm saying? They put a plaster, a, 
place that place. And they wrote number. Everybody has a mortuary number. You know your phone number, but you don't know your mortuary number. So humble yourself. You know your phone number, you know your index number, but you don't know your mortuary number. Let that alone. Humble yourself and serve God with the little time He has given you. He has given us a little time. We don't have enough time. A friend sent me a message for me to leave today. She said, you're always doing a program. I said, no, it's no program. God has Satan. Why are you? So I've been walking to and fro. If Satan is resting, the sounds of God should not rest. We should not relent in prayer. We should not relent in fasting. We should not relent in coming to church. That's why he said, pray without. If you can say pray without season, that means come to church without season. Worship without season. Go for evangelism without season. You are joking, oh. Joking. The master will come. You see, the, the Bible says, when he appears, all eyes, all eyes, all over the world. That, do you know what that means? His appearance will cease time. And his appearance will change the order of time. Because if all eyes will see him, that means in China, the time will cease. In India, the time will cease. All the countries in the world who sleep before us, God will make sure that when he appears, all their sleep will disappear. And here, Father, when we took my father to the hospital, he was with us. Not entirely. The moment he died, I escorted my mother from Okonfonochi. He was in the red. One, I think one, two, three, he was the third bed. They told me, go and buy medicine, your dad. We need this medicine. Something, around two something. I was at the Confanoche. I needed money, money, money. Money will fail. There's a time money will fail. I'm telling you. You, you think you are smart. And you think you are very intelligent. And you think that nobody can tell you their mind. I'm not telling their mind. I'm telling the mind of God. And you think that you are so happy in your heart that no man can correct you. And no man can tell you the truth. But the Bible says, and you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Now, what will set you free from pride is the truth. What can set you free from demons is the truth. What can set you from hell? Listen, hell can be, listen, you can can't see your name from the book of hell by knowing the truth. And not just knowing the truth, accepting the fact that this is the truth. This is the way. So Jesus said, I am the way. There are so many ways, but I'm the way to the Father. Listen, there are so many ways to success. There are so many ways to marriages. But the only way to the Father is through Jesus. There is a way to America, Right? A friend of mine would say, oh, no, my boy, you know, that I'm. He was a child with me. Because that was a bit of a problem with him. So, kind of my daddy. And so funny, he said, I'll call you. He said, sir. And I was in his house. I said, I'll call Belgium. He told me, sir. And me to also carry the land. The school is in a plane. He said, oh, we're going to. A pilot knows the way from Ghana to London. A lawyer, the law lecturer, knows the way for you to become a lawyer. The medical lecturer knows the way for you to become a medical lecturer. But none of them knows the way for you to become, to know God. So Jesus said, I am the only way if you want to know God. If you want the Father to be pleased with you. So one day the Lord appeared in a cloud and spoke to the disciples and said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well begotten. Now, listen, look at what God said. Hear ye. Now, that means that if we want to please God, 
We must know what Jesus said. We must know what Jesus did. The moment we follow the pattern of Jesus, God will be pleased with us. And what did Jesus do? He came to make sure that whatever the Father wanted him to do, Jesus never did the things he wanted to do. He had the permission to use the power all he wants. Now, when he stood, oh, oh. So the Bible says one day he was attacked. And angels were there around him. He could have said, strike! And they all strike. But for the sake of what the Father created him for, he could not permit the angels. He said, I am a man on assignment. I, I am a man sent by God. And I can't just use whatever God has given me to do whatever I want. But I'm here to preach the power. And because of the father, he, he was loved. Because of the father. The father said, go and die. He said, father, is that what will make you happy? I should go and die. That's all. Love you. But go and die. And, and on his way, there were so many opportunities. He could have ignored the father's will. He could have, he could have ignored because when he came on earth, he began to enjoy fame. Suddenly, people started, Oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus! Oh, 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 yes, you have been given an academical brain, and suddenly everybody's, Oh, oh, Benedictine, oh, Rachel, oh, oh, oh. Like the same way Jesus was giving power. And the Bible said the fame of Jesus spread abroad. But he never allowed what God gave him to get into him. All what he was seeking for is to please the Father. Oh. 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 As I'm talking to you, it may look like I'm making noise. Noah preached for 120 20 years. He kept preaching. There is a reno. There is a reno. There is a reno. And the Bible said in those days, Men ate. Men did transaction. Like in our days, men are not just eating. Men are eating themselves. Men are doing, hey, listen. I was there today and it occurred to me. There are things most of our mothers don't know that their children are into. That the moment they find out, they may collapse. And the sad thing a mother would do when the child is coming to school, make sure you don't join those training countries. You are there to study. No, no, that your daughter is not going to study. She's into homosexuality. She's into, into prostitution. She sleeps around for money. You don't know about that. But you do know that out of the mouth of babies and sacraments, God has given them power. So out of the mouth of this small boy, God has given him power to redeem your daughter from prostitution. So if you tell your daughter, when you come to campus, don't churches, don't do anything. What are you telling? Don't join them, but join Satan. I'm here to announce to somebody. God made you for a purpose. Don't waste your time. Don't do what you think is no, Listen, whatever you think is right for God is a waste of time to him. Before he made you, he has already thought. Jeremiah wanted to escape. He said, God, I don't want to be a prophet. He said, before you were born or before you were formed, I knew and ordained you as a prophet. I knew Benedict Analek. And before she came, don't change the will of God for your life. You were made to serve him. You were made to live for him. That's what the songwriter said. I'll put you in front, in front of my melody. Listen, put God in front of your marriage. Beyond your marriage, put him in front. You don't have a life. Many people ask, after school, what would you do? I said, pray for the will of God. He made me. I wanted to do political studies. All you know, that, listen, before God, the man, the last hour, that the, the I'm closing. The, 
Those are trooping him. And they're not just trooping him to bless, but to pray the heart of many people. They have to pray your heart. You have been saying no to God for a long time. You have been living your life. You go where you want to go. You do the things you want to do. Anyone who does the things they want to do are not children of God. Every child has a father. And that's what Jesus said. Whatever I see my father do, whatever he tells me, wherever he permits me is what I do. So listen, if you want to please God like Jesus, please God. We must do what Jesus did. And what did Jesus do? When he came on earth, his assignment was to make sure that the father's desire was fulfilled. And that should be the desire of everybody here. As you are hearing me under the sound of my voice. So your greatest fulfillment in life is to make sure that whatever God tells you to do, you do it beyond even the voice of your own biological family. Jesus was preaching. And they said, your mother and your father is here. He said, who are my mother? Who are my father? Listen. Today, Pastor Charles may be begging to come for prayers. And there's a time coming in eternity. You will thank me that Pastor Charles, thank you for not giving up on me to serve God. Don't waste your time. Don't. The opportunity God gives you, Daniel, to do anything, that opportunity, number one, will give you many crowns in heaven. Many crowns. Many. Some of the people say, Pastor, don't you get it? I get tired. But do you know something? When I think about the cross, when I think about eternity, my heart gets up. So even though I'm tired, something is burning in my heart. So you realize that we have lambs come, Thanksgiving service. Next month, we have. Today, when we were, when we were studying, I told them we have to start planning for let the fire fall. We have not yet vacated it. Ask them, they feel us. I feel them. I told them, we have to start planning to let the fire fall. We have to start planning to do it. We have to start planning to That's what I said, my heart can't stop talking about the building for God. Building for God. Do you know why? I don't know when he'll call me. I don't know. So sometimes I get, I get pissed off when I'm with people who don't understand where we are running to. I get pissed off. I get pissed off. Jesus will be here. Look at Jesus. He will do crusades with the disciples. Once they think about resting, he doesn't let us go to the other side. Do you know that they worked out to the point that they didn't get time to eat? In the Bible. Do you know? They worked out. They did not get time to eat. In a point in Jesus' life, eh, his mothers and brothers called him. They told him he's out of his mind. Do you know why? The moment he's about to eat, they'll bring a sick person. He, so Jesus worked so much that he did not get time to eat. Thank you, God. As if they are just being smart towards Pentecost. Now ask yourself, I preach here, after that, maybe probably I talk to people, after I come and talk here, after we do Zoom, after when I get to my house to do my own personal prayer, I get up again. And that's the routine of my life. So sometimes when you are thinking you are tired, ask yourself, the person you are following, is it tired? Jesus will be praying, and the disciples will be sleeping, and you come to them and tell them, listen to me, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Do you know when you die? That's one of the things that humbles me. Three questions God asked me one day. Do you know when you will die? I said, No. Do you know how? So, the bride had known that 
knew that sometimes, eh, if he had known he was going to die, probably if there was any safe way to save him, then he would have saved the daughter first. And I'm looking at the daughter, looking at the daddy, talking to daddy, one to three in Daddy, protect me. You know what the daughter said? A time is coming. Your mother can't protect you. Your, my father is dead, 2019, June. He's dead, 6 June, 2019. He's dead. He's gone. Talking to you, there's a time coming as you are standing there. You'll be naked before. You see, and on the Saturday, when you are there, strangers look at your nakedness. Strangers. And they cut your body. And they put something there. And man, we are nothing all. Always let this remind you that you are nothing. Don't let Satan make you think you are somebody. You are nobody. Someone I'm afraid I'm, I'm with Adabrenko. I, I, I try my best to smile to anybody I meet. Do you know why? If I pride myself I'm somebody, told somebody, hey, how are you? It's fine, fine, bless you. And it's like, you are trying to make it look like you are special. Be part of a department. That ushering job you are doing, if you know it implication in heaven, you will not joke with it. Those who listen to the message of that prophet, eh? You see, some of you have already suddenly forgotten. You suddenly forgotten. Let me tell the story. He had a faithful servant. It's not a story, it's a reality. He had a faithful servant. I thought I was going to say this, and I forgot it. He had a faithful servant. And the guy was just 20, how many, how many years? 26 years old. The guy had just gotten married. Six months into his marriage, the guy died. His pastor cried for two, two months. He said he couldn't preach. He couldn't do anything. Even when it was time for him to eat, tears would start rolling down. Huh? He said, my tears have become a hey, As I was standing, they are encouraging, oh, Bene, serve God, serve God. Do you know why? There is a time coming here. Not even an angel can be the one to intercede for you. Do you know, do you know the funny thing? Jesus will refer you. Do you know every message I preach here will judge you? Every message I preach here will become a witness against you. Many of you can lie to me, Pastor Charles. The reason why I couldn't talk about prayer is because this, that, that, that. But on that day, God knows I tried reaching you, but you saw the call and you rejected. You saw the call and you pretended. On that day, the Bible said everything will become naked before you. Everything. Everything will become naked. When you intentionally ignore my calls, when you intentionally did this, did that, only to escape a meeting, which at the end of the day will build. Do you know the funny thing? When we are meeting, who, who, who is building each other? Are you not learning? So why do you deceive yourself and dodge? I, I, I can't stop. I guess they will close and somebody put the bag. I see. And you've forgotten that there is a God who called you, not Pastor Charles. I was doing my duty, my duty by talking to people. You had a duty by um, taking off the garment. She took her bag and she was running away. Meanwhile, there was an assignment for her. The junior pastor died at the age of 26. He cried for two months. And one day he was around to eat. And he said tears started flowing. Tears started flowing. He couldn't, he couldn't imagine why God would kill such a young person. So he appeared before the Lord. Take a microphone and tell the story. 
so um, he was about to eat and he had a vision. He was sitting he in fell into a trance. Yeah. And he was translated to heaven. So when he was translated to heaven, he saw Jesus and he saw um, his, his um, son. The guy who had died, he saw him in heaven. And when he saw Jesus and he saw his son, Jesus didn't even smile at the man. Jesus didn't say. He was on a throne and angels were all over. And he heard a voice open the books. He said, Jesus didn't smile at anybody. He was just sitting on the throne. Oh, these are stories. In the days of Jesus, he spoke with parables. And every parable he spoke with was a reality. Lazarus and the rich man is not a story, it's true. Because Abraham is not a pigment, he's a reality. So if, La- if Abraham is true, then Lazarus and the rich man is also true. And it has happened. And he had a voice from the throne. Open the books. The what? And the book of Revelation, you know the Bible says, and books were open. Revelation chapter 20, and books were open. Open the books. And the angels stood at the books. The boy and the books. And all the books were open. And they began to read the Psalms. And the guy was standing there. And his pastor was standing in the vision in heaven. Now, when the angel began to read out the guy's life, 26 years after me, then this, that, 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 after he was done reading. And when the Lord heard that he was a spiritual sinner, he started smiling. Jesus smiled. Now, I will not scare you, but Revelation also has had the same vision. All those who listen to me, he said he had a vision and he appeared before the Lord. And when he appeared before the Lord, there was, it was judgment. And suddenly, when he sat on the throne, whenever you stand before him and you were unfaithful, he looked at you with a straight eye. And suddenly, a wind was whisked you into eternity. Darkness. And he go to heaven and wrote, Mama Rosemont. He said, I'm letting you see this. Go and tell my people that I need them to work emergently. You see, almost everybody who has a vision tells them, Jesus will come and tell you. Tell them, go and tell them, I am coming so they should prepare. And the earth is busy with treasures of the world. But the Bible says, where your heart is. So could the peace, listen, when I complete school, I may not call you again for prayer. So you better sit up. I'm not going to call you for prayer forever. Why are you come? Why are you come? Why are you come? I see you don't know what you're doing with your life. Does lectures call us to come for prayers? To come for, come to write exam? Who, who was here that uh, an examiner called you? And we are starting exam today. Which examiner? They expect you to do. That's the same way God expects you to do. And you shall. I asked her today. I asked her, why didn't you come to church this day? She said, I'm never coming. And I asked her, what about the next day? And, and I asked her one simple question. If you have exams, would you have said that you have never come to lecture? I won't come and write. Would you have said that? Don't let certain things get into your head and make you think you are, you are being smart with Pastor Charles. You can outsmart, but you can never outsmart the word of God. Everything will pass away. Exams, wedding, money. Everything will pass away, but my word. Which word? The word I'm preaching now. Somebody. And Jesus smiled at him. And Jesus said to the master, Why are you crying? Your servant is done with his work. So I called him home. 26 years. Some of us have not even begun our work yet. Yet we are praying for long life. Now what are you praying for long life for? Don't like to do what? To mess up? To fornicate? To clap? To do what you think is right? You would rather cut your life short than to have you than to make you live long and he will lose you. But the Bible says, for the elect's sake, he will cut the day short. Now cutting the day short means cutting life short. That's all. 
I don't know what you heard, but talk to God as you think. You didn't create yourself. You created me. Talk to God. You are supposed to be part of an ushering team. You are, you are trying to brag. You have to encourage you. Be part of a department. Oh, be part of a department. Oh, department. It's like you are doing it for a man. Talk to God. I don't know what you heard. Talk to God. Tell me something. Talk to God. You don't have time to waste. Nobody is going to beg you again. If you want to serve God, serve. You don't serve God. Everything you have been hearing from my mouth, from any preacher, will judge you one day. You don't have time to waste. There's no time to waste. This is the moment. Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days. Talk to God. We have to beg you before you come for prayer. We have to ask why didn't you come. We have to ask why didn't you do this. Why didn't you do that. I see you don't know why God created you. The Bible says we are created for a purpose. For this purpose, the Son of Man came to die. There's a purpose why God created you. And you don't have enough time. I'm telling you. Don't deceive yourself and say, oh, when I grow up, I will do the things. So I, I, I'm, just, I'm just waiting. Say, millennia. Imagine even in the moment, the moment you are young, you can't even do anything. Don't talk of when you grow and you become a responsible mother, you are taking care of yourself, you are doing it, and no. You feel like repenting, just talk to me. I don't know who I'm talking to. No, this was, that's why, this was not my message. My message was before you go. And I believe God wanted to talk to somebody. Don't waste your time. You don't have time, all. Waste your energy on many, many things which will not amount to anything in eternity. Eternity was what you did for God. It was, were you able to run the race? That's what Paul said. I have run my race. I finished my course. There was laid up a crown. Some of you go for to visit campus for a purpose. Maybe for all you know, to win just one particular soul. To talk to that soul. And we are messing up. We do what we want. And we, it's like we don't want to live to please God, but we want God to answer our prayers. We want God to give us blessings. We want God to make us travel. We want God to, it's like we are always commanding God, yet we are not willing to obey and submit to the commandments of God. Look at me. Do you know the, do you know the sad thing? Friends. He said, I'm coming and I will destroy the world. So what the land you bought, the house you are building, one day he will destroy. But there is something he can't destroy. Whatever you build in eternity can never be destroyed. Come myself. But you see, you are in the sound, you are in the media. You know that what, whenever you come to church, let me, let me say this. You know, whenever you come to church, whenever he carries, which speaker am I using? Angels are taking it. Whenever he, whenever he carries it. Hello. Whenever we close from late and you carry it, you may think, oh, you are not, oh, nobody's seeing it. Oh, oh, I'm just doing it. Oh, Pastor Charles is wicked. Have you forgotten? The man said, there is an angel in every church and the angel has two books and is recording everything everybody's doing. So I may not call you and say, cleanse man, take five cities. No. I did not call you to pay you. He, he has called. The Bible says, he's a reward of them that diligent. He said, there is a reward. There is a reward. There is a reward for those who take 
the protocols. You take something, pack on the devil, say reward. And that should be your fight. Severe son of Timothy. But when he was writing the letter, he didn't say, my son and Timothy, we have run the race. Do you know what Paul said? I have run the and I have. I. So that means it is an individual one. So you may think Pastor Charles, well, on that day, it's going to be Pastor Charles and the team. No. On the race, some of us have not even begun the race. Why? All we think about is what God can give us. We are not thinking about what we can give God, what we can build in eternity. When we say it's evangelism, you are tired. Prayer, you are tired. This, you are tired. Forgetting that whatever you do on earth, eternity is recorded. Walking from your hostel to this place, eternity is recorded. Preaching to somebody on an empty stomach, eternity is recorded. Being beaten by the rain for the sake of the kingdom. That's what Jesus said. Whoever has left his mother, father, and everything for the kingdom's sake, will have it all in full. In, listen, in this world and a world yet to come. So that means there is a reward for everybody who have committed themselves to the work of God. So sometimes when you sit behind the media and you are projecting, do you know what you are doing? You are projecting your future in eternity. So when you type John chapter 16, an angel takes it. So and it is what is building your house in heaven. It is what is building your house in heaven. You see, do you know the funny thing? You think I'm joking, I'm trying to, try to scare you. No. On that day, some of you wonder that they're very, Oh, Jesus stood at the offering bowl and many people brought out of their surplus and a woman brought a little coin and Jesus said, this one is accepted in heaven. Why? She gave her all. So as you are serving God, don't just give a part of your life to God. Make sure you give all your money, all your body, all your energy, anything that looks like. Listen, some of us, we serve man, expecting man to promote us, forgetting that it is God who can convict the heart of men to promote you. He's the promoter of men. He's the lifter of men. That's how your mother and your father can die. But we said an undiable God. He is alive. He said he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus has not changed. He has not changed. The same Jesus that told Peter, Peter, do you love me? If you love me, prove it to me by doing something. The same Jesus is saying to you and I, if you love me, go to the camp. What? He told the disciples, go, I, I'm going ahead of you in Jerusalem. Meet me there. So sometimes you may think that can we even organize it to take money. Interested for t-shirts, for transportation, for feeding, and for accommodation. Is it, is, it, is it cheap? Is it not cheap? And some of you will rather waste money on your shoe than waste money on your soul. Let me repeat it. You will rather waste money on a shoe than to invest in your soul. One day your soul will cry out against you. And the rich man cried in heaven. Give me water. Father Abraham. He was a rich man, but in heaven, he was not. Jesus wrote a letter to the seven churches. He said, before men you are rich, but before me you are what? What men say about you is not God's judgment towards you. It's about what he says. Lazarus lived poor. I'm not saying live poor in earth. That's why I also teach on prosperity, how to live according to it. But Lazarus was on earth. He was poor, eating water he could not drink. The rich man go to hell. Do you know what he said? Let Lazarus dip his hands. And let him... These are the Bible stories when we're in Sunday school. Boy, hope I said I wouldn't. And see what happens in eternity. The Nigerian, the Nigerian actor, Uche or Uche Mba or something, he died for 17 seconds. 
and God brought him back. Oh, he's this comedian. He's all. Uh, when his wife gave birth, he bought a car for the wife. Being fair guy, he's a Nigerian. Uchimba. The guy died recently. He said the moment he died. You know what he said? We are here, we can drink. And you can decide that this one is enough. But there's another side of the well. The Bible says, where the worms died not. Worms are eating you. You pull them up, you pull them up, and they climb up again. You step on them, they don't die. I can pour water on you. But in hell, fire is being poured on you. And all those who disobey him, they will join those who disobeyed him in the beginning. Every disobedient person says, Father, is Satan. Because in the beginning, he disobeyed him and God casted him down. Now let me say this, God is still casting people down for disobeying him. I don't have time. That when somebody employs you as a secretary, you, you come and share test, testimony, testimony, I'm a secretary in so and so company. And the funny thing, when you get to that job, the boss can speak to you anyhow and you say, thank you, boss. You come to church and the pastor says something, I won't go to that church again. The pastor doesn't know how to talk. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how to talk? The boss should be writing letters. to you Yet you still call him coach. And I'm your pastor. I'm preaching to the truth. I'm telling them there is an eternity. I'm telling them there is a heaven. I'm telling them you are not made to, for you to use your body. You are not made to use what you are not made to do whatever you want to the body. You were made to please your body with the one who made it. And make sure that God profits much from your body than your coach. By self, be part of a department. Serve God. A guy, one of my friends recently told me, um, he, you know, his assignment is to go to the wee gang and win them for God. And he said, Apostle, I need a mixer. And I need a man. I said, I'll get them for you. For the sake of the gospel, I will, even if it's my last, I will get them for you. I will just get them And he sent me the amount. I'm going to make sure I get him the mixer and the microphone so that he can preach the gospel. He can preach the gospel. Why should money be in my account when souls are perishing? What is a, a mixer and a microphone for him to go around and preach? And do you know that every soul he will win has a say in them? So when he told me to me, I think God just sent him. Go and tell my son, I'm, maybe, maybe look and say, I've built my three story bedroom house, but it's never that other apartment. And the angels are saying, let's push there. Why did he tell me that not anybody else? That means God wants you to do something. So anytime there's an opportunity to do anything in church, maybe you're waiting for something, it is an opportunity God is giving you to build your house in heaven. Yeah. I told Benedetta something. She, and I don't know, it got into where one day we went to a church, we I want to give money for them to build. I said, don't do it. That giving is not only blessing you on earth, it is also securing a place for you in heaven. Some of you, your houses are going to be inside. The angels are going to be inside the foundation because oh my, broken our church. Angels are going to be inside the big foundation. See, Abraham lost a Lazarus. Even in heaven, he was touching with Father Abraham. And where was he like? In Abraham's way. He was patient. But Jesus said, I'm, I'm building many what? Mansions. But do you know that the mansion is not given to just anybody? It is given to people who obeyed him on earth. So I'm going to build, but if you obey me, I'll give you one mansion. 
That's what some of us we had this revelation and we have accepted the call early. And we have started early. So when I get, you see my machine heavy, let me say, Apostle, let me just out. Out. Even my swimming pool, I don't allow you to swim. Please make it all okay. You are not serving the whole period of our church. When you go back to Accra, serve in your local church. Put your pride aside. How can you allow a 90-something-year-old woman outside and show you where to sit in church? Are you not crazy? And are you not mad? Are you not saying that you are going crazy? That before you go to church, an old woman comes to clean the church for you to a foolish young guy to come and sit down. And you will tell me that, Lord, deliver me from evil. You will be swallowed by evil. When Jonah refused to go to Nineveh, a fish swallowed him. Now, fishes are following people. And clearly, a giant church is giant. I don't have time. And an old woman will bow down. And Jimmy Musel Rava, as you don't mind, she had you. You are taking places for yourself. And you shall serve the Lord, and He shall bless you. Exodus 25, 10, 13. And you shall serve the Lord. And we are commanded to serve God. I'm encouraging everybody here. If you're not in any department, I'm not just crying. And you are feeling emotional. Not two days later, I'm not going to Jimmy. No. Listen, listen, don't laugh. It's something to think about as you're going. Am I living to please God? Am I doing what I want? I'm doing what He wants. And one day, whether a car will knock you away, whether an animal will stab you, whether your heart will fail, whether you are in the bathhouse, the woman you are going selling there, yam. How many of you know her? The woman who was selling yam in Prince Hall. How many of you know her? How many of you know her? The one. The yam seller at Prince Hall. How many of you know somebody sells yam at Prince Hall? How many of you know? How many of you know how she died? She woke up early in the morning, bathed in the sun. The heart failed. That was all. She was preparing to go and do Okoyen Market at time. She didn't know one day eternity fall upon her. The question is, what is she going to tell God that I did in my life? That I sold yam at Prince Hall? Huh? Father, show us mercy and help us to serve you. May we number our days. Psalm 90 verse 12. Teach me how to number my days. That will apply my heart to what? May God give you wisdom. Close your eyes. Let me close. If you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor Charles, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Come to me now. I want to pray with you. A step into purpose is to give your life to me. Come. As I was preaching, you realized that, no, he is talking to me. You have been in church for a long time, but you have not really declared him as your Lord and your personal Savior. Close your eyes, close your eyes. You have not really declared him as your Lord and personal Savior. You only go to church and take, and take pictures on Sundays. You just go there to see your friends, but you have not really opened up to declare that Jesus is my Lord and personal Savior. Come, come. I want to pray with you. Let's say this, dear Lord Jesus, forgive my sins. Today, I come to you just as I am. Wash me with your blood and write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share and tell a friend about the inspiration of God. You can also follow the man of God on social media. On Facebook at Charles Nyaba. On Instagram at Charles underscore Nyaba or Nyaba Charles. May the grace of God be with you. Let faith arise.